everyone, and welcome to the Grain by Drain podcast for Grain Week 38. This is a podcast where we discuss how rail service performance is impacting the movement and export of Western Canadian grain. I'm Greg Northey from Pulse Canada. I'm joined by Mil Proye of QGI Consulting, who manages the Ag Transport Coalition, a consortium of agriculture groups that produce data and reports on rail service and performance. How are you doing today, Milt? I'm good, Greg. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. So spring is really coming strong here. Week 38 is in the books. Uh, pretty steady performance from last week, and we might be um, seeing some smooth sailing ahead. What did you see in the reports, uh, the, the report this week? Well, I think steady is the operative word, actually, for both CN and CP. Um, both above the 90% threshold, uh, each took a very minor step back in week 38 from week 37, but both still very good for the second straight week, which is something we have not seen for almost the entire grain year. So that's a very much a positive. Um, you know, all of the underlying key indicators generally are continuing to point in the right direction, uh, specifically carryover orders from one week to the next. Uh, you know, which plagued both railways through much of the grain year, particularly the winter. They remained low, despite the fact that we had a slight drop in performance. Um, CN's numbers were up a little bit, uh, but not particularly significant, and particularly in light of what we now think is declining demand. Um, and CP, in fact, uh, saw the lowest carryover from week to week that they've had since the second week of the grain year back in August of 2020. So that's a pretty encouraging sign. Uh, the other key indicator that we watch, obviously, is car spotting, empty car spotting in the country. And, and while down for both railways in week 38 uh, from recent weeks, um, I don't think an area of concern. CP fell under the 5,000 car threshold uh, for country car spotting for the first time in seven weeks. Um, and CN was down under 4,000. But when you put the reduced car spotting in the context of what now looks like potentially declining demand from shippers. I would say that, you know, the lower car spotting activity shouldn't be viewed as a performance issue, um, whether it be capacity or execution, but more as being driven by, you know, the lower demand in the marketplace. So not, nothing that I would be overly concerned about just yet. Yeah, interesting comments on the demand. I think it's something we'll get to in just a second. But before we do, we'll just touch on provinces. Um, some variability, but uh, generally, uh, obviously, with these high numbers, they're all still quite good. Anything uh, caught your eye with uh, provincial performance? No, as you say, uh, pretty good across the board again this week. Um, you know, we used to worry about performance being able to reach the 80% threshold in, in the provinces in some cases, particularly with CN through the winter and now they're consistently, you know, 85% and north of that for both railways in all provinces. So that's that's very good. Um, a bit of an outlier for CN, or not an outlier really, but compared to last week, Prince Rupert was a little problematic for them in week 38, which impacted their performance specifically in Alberta and Saskatchewan. And despite that, I mean, they were above 80% and well above their average weekly performance in that corridor. Uh, that we've seen this year. So so not as good as week 37, but not bad. Manitoba continues to be the, the big winner. Um, again, you know, the best performance of all three provinces from both railways, 99% across the board, um, which is really quite remarkable. It's it, looking into the numbers. It looks like 
a big driver of that is now the focus uh, of demand in for Manitoba shippers being in the Thunder Bay corridor, which is one that the railways seem to have a, an easier time serving. Um, and in week 38, um, you know, Thunder Bay represented more than 80% of demand for both CN and CP, and both railways were just about perfect on servicing that corridor. So, you know, Manitoba continues to do very well. Yeah, definitely mean a trend. I think, you know, pretty much throughout the winter, we've always talked about or often talked about Manitoba is getting a really good performance. So producers probably quite happy in that province as far as uh, how things are moving from from elevators there. Uh, so, yeah, we, we mentioned demand and something we talked about in previous podcasts around this is traditionally when we would see demand start to decline. But obviously, we didn't see much of that last year. Um Starting to see in the numbers that uh, there might be uh, some some signs of declining shipper demand as we as we head into the spring and into summer. Um, what are you seeing there as far as what we're seeing both in the reports, but maybe also wider amongst uh, industry around demand? Yeah, well, if you recall, I think a couple of weeks ago we talked about on the podcast briefly, uh, you know, whether or not we thought demand was going to follow the quote unquote historical pattern or we were going to get a repeat of what was last year, which really kind of broke with history where demand stayed strong right through the spring and summer into the next grain year. And at the time, you know, we weren't seeing anything that was suggesting that there was a definitive, you know, downturn in demand, if you will. Thunder Bay, which we were kind of using as a benchmark, looked like it was starting up at roughly the same level, even a little bit higher than it did last year. So that was kind of an early indication that we thought demand would would stay steady. Having said that, you know, time cures all evils. So what we now see is that there are some clear signals that demand may be declining in the coming weeks. Um, Industry statistics, as reported in a couple of different places show farmer deliveries, terminal receipts and exports all dropping fairly significantly over the last four weeks. Uh, some industry observers are projecting that domestic canola supplies are effectively gonna run out by the end of June, which would be you know a full six to eight weeks ahead of the next harvest. And you know to accentuate that point, there are in fact reports uh, in the industry about Uh, Canadian canola crushers that are planning to import foreign canola from Ukraine, I believe, to to supplement uh, dwindling domestic supplies in the coming weeks. So that's a very unusual move, but it kind of cements the thought that, you know, canola supplies are going away and they're going away quickly. So if they want to maintain, you know, their crushing activity, they're going to have to find some supply somewhere. And lastly, uh, Prince Rupert, when we look at shipper demand specifically for the Prince Rupert corridor in the coming weeks, it's, it's going down at an accelerated rate. Um, by week 40, which is this week, I, I know we've only reported week 38 so far, and this week we'll report on week 39, but in real time, we are in grain week 40, and shipper demand to Prince Rupert is down by about 50%. And according to uh, the port, uh, in large part driven by what they see as, you know, lower canola shipments. So all of those things are starting to suggest quite strongly that we are going to return perhaps to a more historical level of demand through the spring and summer, um, unlike what we saw last year. Put that together with how the railways are performing. And I would say that, you know, all arrows, as they say, are pointing in the right direction for for good performance going forward in the coming weeks. 
Yeah, and on top of that, we've we did see the the Port of Montreal strike uh, situation get uh, somewhat resolved through uh, back to work legislation. So I think you're right, Milt. Everything's pointing to some good uh, rip performance uh, as we move through the spring into the summer. Well, thanks, Milt. Appreciate your time again, as always. And for those of you who would like to see the reports, uh, agtransportcoalition.com. And we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. <music>